0: imagine if like all the bts like fans attack you
1: if you truly believe in a bts ship do not email us okay you are the exception you are not allowed to email us and i don't care if this is harsh i can see on the voice recording like normally it's like half the thing but it's taking up the whole thing because i'm talking really close to the microphone but i swear to god don't email us we don't want it that was so
2: mean
0: Hello everyone and you're listening to Adolescence. I'm Finley
1: and I'm Sarah. Adolescence is a podcast relating to all things teens such as books, chips, and just general teenage life stuff. What are we talking about
0: today? So I'm very excited for this because it is June now and June is obviously Pride Month and so today we're going to be talking about LGBT representation. So first, obviously, LGBT representation has gotten better in recent years, but there's still a pretty significant lack of representation. And I think there's a lot of shortcomings with it, too. Yeah, definitely. So we're going to be talking about LGBT representation throughout time and also how it's looking today. Yeah. So I guess Sarah, mainly in our outline, talked about YA literature. So I'm gonna let her talk about that a little bit.
1: Okay, I'll just I'll talk for a while. So I think as as we were talking about like LGBTQ topics are present in a lot more YA books today than they have been in the past. And these books, I think it's super cool to see these books gaining a lot of critical acclaim and being like these really well written and thought out and interesting pieces of literature but i also think the type of lgbtq representation seen in these books is pretty universal like i think a lot of the young adult books that have an lgbtq main character focus on like the coming out experience or like the realization process of these characters which i think can be bad like obviously for the type of audience the books are catering to which is teens it can be really helpful to see someone going through an experience where they're discovering their sexuality or like gender or something but I also think that leads to assuming that someone's sexual orientation or gender is like a really important part of someone's identity and I don't think it always has to be um
0: yeah for sure I think yeah what you said definitely when there are books with lgbt characters that's almost always the plot of the book like it's about their coming out story or dealing with being lgbt and i think it's also even though that it is important to show those experiences it's also important to know that if you are part of the lgbt community it doesn't always have to be a big deal like it's just Mm -hmm. part of who you are it doesn't have to be a big deal to come out or um or any of that like it's it's really about like what you want to make of it
1: yeah and I also think that having an entire book centered on coming out like you said makes it a really big deal and I also think that like coming out doesn't have to be some big thing like you don't have to announce it to everyone I mean you can but also it can just be like a subtle part of your identity. And also, I think these books tend to focus on the negative aspects, but discovering your identity can be super empowering and positive for a lot of people, and I don't want to kind of dampen the voices that are obviously like coming out has had a really negative impact on their lives, but I also want to recognize that being LGBTQ doesn't have to be negative
0: yeah and I definitely want to say if you are in a position where you are you feel like you're not you you're scared to come out then obviously there's like a lot of resources and people you can talk to you can email us (laughs) and you can always find people just I feel like having someone to talk to just makes it a lot easier and obviously if you are in a place where it's Unsafe to come out, and it could hurt you in any way. Like if you, if you would make it so that you don't have a place to live, or you could even, you know, be prosecuted. Then obviously, then you should wait. And it's so, and I think that's another thing. Coming out is not something you have to do right away. It's it's something yeah. you should do when you feel comfortable.
2: Mm-hmm. Um.
0: So if you want good LGBTQ literature, we gave a lot of good recommendations on our book recommendations episode. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I, I was... So also, just, you have any... just
1: email us and we'll,
2: we'll send yeah, you a Yeah, list. we'll hook you
0: up with any recommendations. <laughs> we just really want you guys to email us. Anyway, there's a ton of good books there. Um, another thing is representation has increased in TV shows and movies as well. Mm -hmm. but definitely there's still like some stereotyping that goes on and also kind of I feel like there are some characters that are just being added just to add representation you know what I mean yeah talk about that a bit
1: I feel like this can be kind of a hard topic to talk about because I think I don't know I've seen it like on social media like people will be like oh if A character in a Netflix movie needs a personality. Like Netflix will just make them queer, and then people get mad. Like they're like, "Oh, like do people need to have a reason to like be straight?" Like, no, of course not. And no one needs a reason to be LGBTQ. But I also think that's not that's kind of ignoring the problem. Like I think being queer is often seen in entertainment as like a personality trait or something that makes a character more deep and more vivid. But i think that's really dangerous and that having being lgbtq should not be a major or like an all-encompassing part of someone's identity because that is not realistic i think this could be a little actually no no it's not off topic when you see i think specifically like more with like gay characters like there's always i feel like it's drawn or uh, what's the right way to say it but like gay characters i think oftentimes you see the same characteristics over and over again mm-hmm. which plays on stereotypes and i think again that kind of is a weird way of like trying to show that being lgbtq should be like some big part of someone's identity that like determines their personality and like what they like and what they wear and stuff and obviously like in the lgbtq community like there's like you know there's like the cuff jeans and cuff sleeves and like i mean there's certain things i that cuff everything have... so, so I, like, <laughs> yeah.
0: like i i crop i i cuff my leggings sometimes so <laughs> I... <laughs> it's i i've cuffed sweatpants before so i yeah okay but oh continue. jesus I think
1: that's a little... Okay, sure. But, I mean, that's, like, it's not subtle, of course, but I think, like, there are stereotypes that could be ignored when creating LGBTQ characters that people choose not to ignore when they're creating
2: their characters.
0: So, Sarah, do you have any, like, good tv show recommendations for people who want like good lgbt representation
1: Mm, okay i don't watch a ton of tv but right now i'm
0: watching shira
1: and shira is a child's tv show it's animated (laughs) on netflix um but like i swear to god watch it i please like it does not seem like a children's show and I have spent hours after watching it talking to my friends about the characters, and like okay, and it's literally one of the gayest shows I've ever watched. There's okay. one straight
0: couple <laughs> <of> <laughs> okay, I love that, yeah, I would definitely recommend Have you watched brooklyn nine nine I've watched like two episodes okay it's a it's a sitcom, and I think in the sitcom uh genre. I feel like there's a lot of kind of like homophobic jokes that are made, Mm -hmm. but this is like this is my favorite sitcom ever, and it's incredibly LGBT friendly. It's a really good example of um, of queer couples in casual representation. Another character, Mm -hmm. Rosa, she comes out as bisexual, and I love how they don't really make a big deal about it, and they just casually show like. They just casually show like queer couples without like making it like mm-hmm. such a big storyline or anything, and I really oh, love cool. that. Yeah, and another one is uh, "One Day at a Time" on Netflix. This is have you watched this? No, I think you. I think you'd really like it, Ashley. Okay, okay. One of the main characters, um, her name is uh, Elena, and she comes out as and she comes out as gay in the first season. And although this one can be like more focused about her sexuality at times, like one storyline was, I think it's it was really touching to see, especially how her, like the point of view of how her family, like um, accepted her and like learned to accept her. Because you see like the mom who like, because the main character is the mom and you see it mainly from her point of view of, how she was, like, um, learning to accept her daughter and stuff, even though... That's really cool. Yeah, because usually you think... Because she seems, like, totally, like, very progressive and very... um, Like, she loves her daughter a lot. But, like, it's... I think it could definitely help a lot of people. And it's good to see, like, young LGBT, like, characters as well because I feel like a lot of the time it's adults and it's important to know, like, you can, like you can know that you're you're gay or you're bi at like a young age as well
2: mm-hmm. and also
0: my favorite part is in the second season she dates a non-binary uh character and there's like zero non-binary representation in like yeah. any media so that's I awesome i ha- have problems with that
1: because i think while lgbtq relationships have become more prevalent there's only like certain types of relationships that are yeah, for sure And non-binary, gender-fluid, gender-queer people are, like, so excluded,
0: oftentimes. And when, yeah, and when they are, so underrepresented. When they are seen, they almost never have, like, a romantic partner. Yeah. And I think, I don't know, I think One Day at a Time does, like, a really good job of showing, like, a really healthy relationship. Yeah, definitely, when there is LGBT representation... I see a lot of boy and boy relationships yeah right like even i don't even see that many girl and girl relationships mm-hmm. that much i'm trying to think and, of yeah yeah i also
1: i have i don't know i don't there's not a lot of asexuals or aromantics and i think That The poor representation on that is bad because, I don't know, asexuals and aromantics have a lot of unnecessary, like, criticism, I think, even within the LGBTQ community.
0: Yeah, I agree. I feel like they definitely, a lot of people within the LGBTQ community don't really consider them, like, really part of the community, you know? Yeah. And I think that, because for those of you who don't know, like asexual people are people who, yeah, like sexual attraction just doesn't like work for them. But that still means that they can be like romantically, um, romantically attracted to other people. Um, and then, a people are the opposite. So yeah. I think, ah, yeah, I can't even think of any characters yeah, who, yeah. um, who like fit within that. So I think that kind of representation still needs to happen mm-hmm. because I feel like there are a lot of people who who have said, like, I never really, I just thought there was, like, something wrong with me because I was, like, never, like, attracted to other people or something, mm-hmm. and I just, like, everyone else just told me, like, oh, you'll, like, get there someday, and, like, you'll, like, want to do it when you get older, but, like, that just never worked for them, and I think that's something that, should be more represented. I guess I just wanted to say, like, if you, um, if you are, like, questioning, or, like, you need help with, like, coming out, or knowing, like, where you identify, like, you can always email us, (laughs) and also, (laughs) I'm gonna, like, put some good, like, online resources, Mm. um, like, in this this in this description of the episode and obviously there's uh, you can there's great like helplines if you ever if you're ever like in trouble or you're or you just need someone to talk to um and there's just there's great online communities as well that yeah. can help you like even if you're in a community that's not like not very accepting there's always people you can find online that will accept you for who you are. Yeah. And you should you should never be ashamed of who you are. So, yeah, I think that's it. So thank you for listening to our episode about LGBT representation. Um, we hope you guys are having a good Pride Month. So I guess now we should do what song is stuck in our head right now. <laughs> yeah so Sarah what song is stuck in your head right now you just gonna put me on the spot like this okay um
1: <laughs> I haven't been listening to a lot of mu- new uh, 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 I have not been listening to a lot of new music recently okay um I have been listening to Lover by Taylor Swift a lot not the song but the album mm-hmm. the I album. might have already said that before but okay
0: I don't know. I
1: don't know. Taylor Swift, we talk about her too much.
0: (laughs) Yes. but she It's not an adolescence episode without a mention of Miss Taylor Swift. It's really not. But that's what I've been listening to a lot. What about you? Which song is, like, I think I've already asked you this, but, like, which song is your favorite? I like Daylight a lot. Okay. But I also
1: find London Boy a really fun song.
2: Hmm. But
1: I also love Cruel Summer. Like, I wish she had done that as a single. Oh, my God.
0: I, I think Cruel Summer would have been, like, such a good... It would have, it Imagine been a, a summer Cruel hit. Summer music video. It could have been a summer hit, and then she decided to release, like, Archer instead. Yeah. So, oh, my God. Cruel Summer, and the me. bridge, though. The bridge is so good.
1: She, Taylor oh Swift is God. literally... She knows how to write a bridge. She's, like, like the queen of there's bridges. There's not a song without like, a Usually, bridge.
0: like, most bridges in the song are, like, kind of lame. Or, like, they try and just sort of, like, there's, like, an awkward moment where they just sort of, like, add Faded, in, like, a random yeah. verse kind of thing. But, Half oh, my God, all her verse, bridges yeah. are amazing. Yeah. Uh, okay. Your turn. I think, okay. One, yeah, sorry. just I just want to say... One of the most underrated bridges, or maybe appropriately rated, is the one we are never ever getting back together, and it just has, like, such a satisfying drop yeah. <laughs> after, like, she leaves that, like, voice message. Yeah. That was just a really iconic one. I just remember that. Oh. Anyway, right now I have, I have, um, oh, God, I, I'm just going to wait. I just want to see who wrote this real quick, because I don't know. Okay, it's Sea of Love by Cat Power. Do you know the song? What? No. Sea of Love. Okay, okay. It's in... Have you watched the movie Juno? No. Okay, okay. So, one, you need to watch the movie Juno, because it's so good. Okay. It's, um, it's, It's probably, in my opinion, it's the best teen movie of all time. And it... I it made me it made me cry so much, but it's also like one of the funniest movies Wait. ever.
1: Was that a book? No, there's some book. That I made people cry, but I didn't cry.
0: What? Because I, <laughs> I cry so easily. So that what, what book? I cr- was it? It's Follow something. On our stars.
1: No, no, no. It's something with a planet in it.
0: Uh. I want to say Jupiter. Uh oh, Jupiter or something book orbiting jupiter orbiting jupiter
1: yes that i so many I people did. cried
0: during that and i didn't i might have. i think i did cry but i didn't for some reason that didn't make me as sad as like yeah some other things even though it was, it was really a really sad. sad book though anyway juno it's so good it's it's a i think it's a great story about teen pregnancy and about like it's it's a really good example of like of being pro-choice, but then also like wanting to like carry out a pregnancy, to like help other people and stuff. And it's just mm-hmm. I think it was a really good example of like a teen pregnancy story. Juno is like one of the most amazing main characters ever, and the ship in it is really key. this song Sea of Love, played at the end, and this is was already one of my favorite songs of all time because, um, see. I think we talked about this in my music episode about how I was like I never listen to pop music and I just listened to like my mom's 90 music for like the first ten years of my life. Um and then as always, I know we've already said this several times, but email us if you have anything anything that you just like uh, yeah, if anything. anything. Honestly, like we'll answer questions, we can um we can give you book recommendations. We can write poetry for you. We can...
1: We can write a novel for you. Well, I... well, we,
0: yeah, well uh, Maybe. We...
1: We can tell you what Wattpad books not to
0: read. Yeah, we, we can, can tell you whether your ship is valid or not. We, we can... Yeah, um, I won't feel
1: bad doing that. <laughs>
0: imagine if like all the bts like fans attack you
1: if you truly believe in a bts ship do not email us okay you are the exception you are not allowed to email us and i don't care if this is harsh i can see on the voice recording like normally it's like half the thing but it's taking up the whole thing because i'm talking really close to the microphone but i swear to god don't email us we don't want it
0: that was so
2: mean (laughs)
0: Thank you guys for listening. If you listened to all the way to the end, that's awesome. And we hope that you guys have a good pride and a good week. And we will see you next time. Bye.